0: Welcome to Q-Talks, a podcast series by QTech, the Cambridge University Technology and Enterprise Club. I'm Tele.
1: I'm Anna. And we are your hosts for Q-Talks, a series for aspiring innovators in which we talk about the typical and not so typical journeys of making ideas reality and the changing the world.
0: This week on Q Talks, we're talking to Dr. Vanessa Marcier, who is an expert on leadership and humor, and a guest lecturer at the Cambridge Judge Business School and ATC Paris, amongst others. She holds a PhD in Management and Marketing Communications from the University of Côte d'Azur and an MBA from the Cambridge Judge Business School. Hi Vanessa, thanks for coming on the show with us. So to start off with, could you just give us a brief overview of your background?
2: Sure, hello, I'm really happy to be here. I'm a humor and leadership expert and the founder of Leading with Humor, an innovative consulting firm that helps executives to harness the power of humor. My job is at the convergence point of academia, business, and entertainment. I research the benefits of humor and leadership. I also train, coach and advise people and organizations to apply this principle to improve their business performance And I'm also a stand-up comedian, and as such, I make people laugh.
0: Fantastic. So kind of just to unpack that, how did you actually start getting into coaching people to lead with humour? Like, How did you realise this was something we needed to address or could be useful for people to learn?
2: People started to ask me if I could coach them, and when your market is asking for a product, you don't say no. It took me a while to figure out the right methodology, and I designed my coaching programs to respond to the needs of my clients. I have not yet done much business development, but nevertheless, people are looking for my services. So I can see there is a real need for mastering a skill that we all have, but that we don't know how to use to our advantage. Why is it leading with humor um, effective compared with, with other styles? This is a very good question. Many styles of leadership focus on productivity or performance or communication. Leading with humor impacts all those areas and much more. It is a versatile and transversal leadership style that has a deep impact on yourself as much as on others. For me, leading with humor is the ultimate emotional intelligence tool. Because to use humor to your advantage, you need to be self-aware, you need to have empathy, motivation, self-regulation, and it allows you to really enhance your social skills.
0: Intuitively, we all know leading with humor, you know, being a funny person is a good thing, but if you're breaking it down, what other styles of leadership are there in general, and why is leading with humor better than other particular styles of leadership?
2: It's not that there are better styles of leadership. It's a different one. It's an alternative one. It's a style of leadership that has many benefits for organization, and there I have a huge collection of articles about the many benefits of humor in leadership, uh, and it goes from improving communication to stress reduction, uh, attraction and retention of employees, better productivity, creativity, enhanced relationship, etc. It's endless.
1: Do you think we should ever be reluctant to use humor as leaders?
2: I think we all consciously or unconsciously know that humor is a double-edged sword and that humor has the potential to build relationships or destroy it. When you don't know how to use a weapon, it is better to not try to use it. And that's what most people do with humor. I want to empower leaders through humor. I teach them how to use humor to their advantage, not as a weapon, but as a superpower. And when you have the tools and the confidence in your ability, you are not reluctant anymore.
0: What type of things do your programs entail? So how do you help people to work on building this skill? Because obviously it's a skill, as with everything else that can be practiced, as you said.
2: I would say that I use pretty much the same framework as emotional intelligence. That's why I said that uh, humor is the ultimate emotional intelligence tool because you have to understand who you are, and your style of humor, then you have to understand others and what is your purpose in using humor. After, we go through each areas of leadership, each situation, organizational situation that you can encounter as a leader, and I teach people how they can apply humor to be successful in each of those situations.
1: Uh, wow, it seems like a very complex um, skill to, to master considering the different backgrounds that leaders uh, can have. Have you found humour to vary between the different countries and, and cultures?
2: Yes, every country culture has its own type of humour. And those differences are often the reason uh, why there are many misunderstandings when humour is used. When you think you have a, a killer sense of humor and the best joke in the world, but you go to a meeting in a foreign country and nobody laughs. It's not necessarily because of your humor. It's because you haven't used humor strategically. You haven't prepared as you should.
0: And I just picked up on something you said about you know how you're quite systematic with going through each um, organizational situation and you know how it might vary. So can you just give us kind of an example, um, like a couple of different examples in the workplace, like how you might use humor and how those different situations might call for different tactics?
2: Well, for um, different situations, it could be about how to do better presentations in, uh, in using humor in your presentation, how to run more effective meetings, how to diffuse conflict with humor. So you see, it's everyday situation that you might encounter in an organization better communication better public speaking um, how to connect with other a better relationship at work with your colleagues with your hierarchy with your team but also with your clients so I try to um, to build tools that are helping leaders to have a 360 view of his organization or her organization through humor. I really use my experience as a leader with 20 years in organization to understand how it can apply and how it can be useful or when you shouldn't use humor at all because it would not be effective or it would not be at your advantage.
1: Oh, wow, sounds like a like an amazing skill to, to have um, as a leader and I would definitely want to learn more about that. If I want to understand better about how to, to manage and, and, and use humour, can you think of any famous people are good examples when it comes to leading with humour?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Well, politicians are, uh, some politicians are masters, like Clinton, Obama, Reagan. You can find a lot of videos uh, about their effective use of humour. In organization, it is less uh, known, but some leaders absolutely use and recommend humour. Uh, For example, the former CEO of Twitter, Dick Costolo, said lots of great things about using humor in order to uh, reduce the social distance when you are the CEO of a company, when you enter a room. Or the late CEO of Southwest Airlines, Herb Kelleher, uh, who built his company um, on the, um, the, the belief that humor is so important that it should be a corporate value.
0: Okay, just to play slightly devil's advocate here um, for a second. Um, so obviously, so you've gone through um, all the benefits of using humour in the workplace, but at the same time, is it kind of a double-edged sword? Can you kind of, you know, become too familiar and lose an element of respect? And how do you strike that balance, if so?
2: Well, as I mentioned, uh, it is important in the in the mastering of humour to understand when it is, uh, when you can use it as a, an effective tool and when you should use it. So obviously it is totally a double edged sword and I think most people understand it and that's why you should understand the the limits, you should understand the context, you should understand who you have in front of you and how you can use humor and what benefits you want to get from using humor in that particular situation. It is not to uh, to use without knowing what you want you you can expect from it that's why i talk about using it strategically using it strategically means you have a goal uh, in mind when you are using the tool and that's the same thing if you just use it because you think you are really hilarious you are projecting what you think of yourself or you are projecting what you think is funny onto others without thinking strategically on how humour can serve you or serve others.
0: But do you think, like, if we approach humour in such a goal-oriented way, um, could that, in some senses, take away from the natural sense of it and kind of detract from the actual goal, in a sense, if we're focusing on it in uh, too much of a goal-oriented way?
2: I think it should be goal-oriented at the beginning, then after after a while it would become second nature, and that's what we are aiming for. A lot of people are telling me, but humor has to be spontaneous. And some people don't have any sense of humor. And that's not true. And spontaneity can be engineered. As a comedian, uh, I know how we, we built jokes, how we work uh, hard to go on stage and look like it's effortless to be funny. It's not. It's a lot of work. So you have to work on it in order to hone your skill at the beginning, And once you know what you can do with humor, then it would become second nature and you would have a normal interaction with someone. But just in your mind, in the back of your mind, you would keep that. I can use that. That I can't use. That would be effective. I want to connect with that person. So what type of humor works for her? And do I want to to get more cohesion in my team? What type of humor can I use with them? And I think it's uh, a bit of effort at the beginning, like every time you learn something new, but after it would be easy breathing for uh, for everyone and people would actually feel much more confident and at ease with humour. So it can only be beneficial for everybody.
1: I consider myself one of the people that really need to engineer the humour because I don't think I'm a a natural talent on that. So if we want to incorporate humour in our uh, leadership what do you think are the, the the steps that you think one can take to to incorporate humor at work?
2: As I mentioned, you start with self awareness. It's very important. Every time you want to uh, to do some kind of personal transformation, you need to have a really hard, good look at yourself. So self awareness, then understanding your sense of humor. This is this is a crucial step because most people don't really think about humor. They just think, oh, um, I have a sense of humor. And if you don't like my jokes, then you have no sense of humor. And that's it. Period. We never go really further where uh, there are science has found many types of humor and there are tons of research about uh, the, the impact of the power of humor and how to use it and the differences, the gender differences, the age differences. So it's a very complex and deep subject. I think the, the first step that I recommend is to uh, to understand your sense of humor and on my website there is a quiz you can do to understand what is your sense of humor and if you share it with the people in your uh, uh, at work your colleagues or your team and you all do that then you would start to have a sense of who you have in front of you who you work with uh, what are the differences in uh, in humor within the team and that will allow you to adapt more your sense of humor to the people that are, uh, that are connected to you. Uh, when you do the, the quiz, you will have immediate, um, an immediate response on what is your sense of humor, and then you will get a more uh, a report which is going more into depth in your, um, in your sense of humor. And then you really need to understand what you want to achieve thanks to humor. And that will lead you to shift your mindset from a I use humor to make, to make me laugh, without thinking of the impact, to how I can use humor to connect with others. Cause that's the most important thing. So once you are able to connect positively with other people, then you can do anything at work, like in your life.
0: And that sounds extremely encouraging. We're kind of on that note, in terms of you know what Anna was saying, you know, how do you incorporate humor? Once you kind of understand yourself, how do you then go? I know it sounds weird, but kind of practicing. Because I feel, I don't know, I'm imagining it could be kind of nerve-wracking to just, you know, go up to someone you don't know and kind of practice your humour on them. So is there any kind of easier, safer, less risky way to kind of practice humour?
2: Yes, I always recommend to uh, build a trust circle, so people that you, um, you feel comfortable with and that you are not fearing their judgment. And you can practice on those people in order to build the necessary confidence to use humor with people you are less familiar with. Because you can't just decide to use humor at work and then the following day you're just, hey, I've done this this amazing training, I know my sense of humor, and boom, I'm going to be funny. It it doesn't work like that. I like to use the, the, the metaphor of running a marathon. You are not going to decide one day, uh, you've spent nine months on the couch uh, watching TV and suddenly you decide to register for the New York Marathon, you just buy a pair of trainers and then boom, you are a runner. doesn't work like that. You need to go and run around the block and then around the park and then you increase. You get You, you have to get trained for that. And it's the same thing for humor. Humor is like a muscle that you need to, uh, to, you need to use, that you need to, you need to practice humor in order to build your confidence and build your muscle. Having a, a trust circle, could be friends, could be family, could be colleagues you get along with, and having their feedback on uh, is this joke appropriate, is my sense of humor appropriate or not, can be really useful and help you to build, to build confidence.
1: I think humour, as you've explained above, it can be such a powerful uh, tool to build communication and manage your team more powerful. Do you think that leading with humour, can it be most effective on a small scale with a team or can it have similar benefits when communicating with an entire company, for example?
2: It all depends on your level of influence. The levity permission comes from the top. If you are the CEO of an organisation, you have the power to transform the DNA of your organization. If you are a manager, you have the power to lead with Humor within your team. The benefits are the same. The impact really depends on you. At even a smaller scale, Humor can bring many benefits in your personal relationships and within yourself.
1: That's amazing. I can't use to to use this tool. Uh, moving forward, I think I, I can definitely resonate with this uh, approach. And um, I, I'm, I'm just very curious to see how it will impact uh, the team I'm working with. Great,
2: please let me know how it uh, how it goes. I would love to have a, to a feedback.
0: Just a more lighthearted question to end things on through all your workshops and activities. Do you have like a personal favorite joke that can kind of be used um, in the workplace, you know, say in the context of a presentation or some other similar situation.
2: Oh, that's a that's another uh, really good question. But I actually don't have any favorite jokes because it really depends of again your your sense of humor and your uh, your personal values. We don't have all the same sense of humor. We do that We are not all feeling the same um, comfort with uh, with humor. So what? I would use would not necessarily be good for someone else plus in my personal humor is is quite aggressive and often when i do conferences or when i do workshop people are like hey can you say a joke and i'm like no i can't because the person i'm on stage is very different from the person i am when i'm an academic or when i'm a, uh when i run seminars or when i'm a, i'm speaking in public stand-up helps me to explore other part of my personalities and to channel the a, a sense of humor that has been quite aggressive. Now that I've researched humor, I know what I should do and what I shouldn't do uh, in a corporate setting, so I don't necessarily use the same type of humor. I would recommend, in general, to not necessarily use jokes. Humor is so much broader than just using jokes. So it's not like you just do a presentation and then you saw this joke on uh, on the internet and just you apply it. It's not just that. It could be personal stories, it could be metaphors, it could be so many things. So I try to uh, use personal uh, stories, uh, examples, and um, and just you know to smile and to be uh, to be happy. And people they feel it. They absolutely feel when you are a source of positivity in a presentation. I truly believe that.
0: Thank you so much, Vanessa. Um, and now, if I'm not mistaken, I, I believe you've prepared a short exercise for the both of, for, for the both of us to practice these principles that you've taught us today. Um, so please do go ahead and you know take it easy on us, please.
2: <laughs> now it's just that it's an exercise that we do as a, as comedians that like to to make people do because when we try to use humor, we often try to overthink it. And that's when it fell flat, because many people would say it has to be spontaneous. Yes, absolutely, the best jokes are spontaneous, but you can engineer this this spontaneity. That's what we do as comedians. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you stupid questions and you just have to say the first thing that crossed your mind without overthinking it, which is the most difficult part. You don't have to be funny. You just have to elaborate. So don't just say yes or no on the uh, on stupid questions. Okay, who wants to start?
0: I'm, I'm happy to go first.
2: So, Télé, what do you think of garden gnomes?
0: I think I find them really creepy. Um, I don't know, their faces kind of wear me out. I think there's a movie with gnomes in them, like an animated movie. And I don't know, I always found that kind of creepy when I was younger, so that's why I think of garden gnomes.
2: Yeah, good, because when you use this exercise, You want to be aware of the reaction of others. So if the other are smiling at some point, you know that you might have the seed of a good joke. And if not making them laugh, at least it's helping to connect on a more personal level with somebody else. If you are using the the, the sort of questions. So that's the kind of exercise that you can do to uh, uh, when you are with your trust circle. You do that, and then you uh, you note, you take a mental note when someone is is smiling, and you know that you have said something that that makes someone tick.
1: It's definitely a, a skill to to master.
2: Yeah, it is. It is. Well, uh, we should all have admiration for uh, for for performers and for uh, comedians, because it's not an easy skill. And the stand-up community is very, um, uh, it's, it's a big family because we know all that is super hard to go on stage and uh, and make people laugh. It's one of the most difficult job in the world.
1: I have to admit that I've always uh, secretly been uh, slightly jealous on comedians because uh, I've never had this talent and it comes so naturally to them. And for me, I, I think that no matter how hard I would try, I would never reach that level because I think you need to be born with this skill.
2: No, you don't. You would be surprised. I've seen people that they were really bad at the beginning and they went on uh, winning awards on comedy. So I truly believe that anybody can uh, can can be a, a comedian or at least be funny. I think we all have a f- the, the funny bone. We just don't know how to use it properly. It's like leadership. Some people are born leaders and some people they just need to, to learn. That's, that's the same thing with humor.
1: That's for sure. And uh, I truly believe that uh, humor brings people together um, and it creates a um, you know, closeness. Um, so it's something that we should all try and, and master. Yes,
2: if I may uh, add at the end, so do the, the quiz, please do the quiz on my uh, website, you would understand much more of what I'm saying, and my, my website is more.com so it's super easy and uh, comes to no cost to try, and you will understand a part of yourself that uh, you have never think of before.
1: Yeah, for sure. Can't wait to do that. Um, I'm actually quite excited about, uh, you know, finding out more about this uh, and also learning more about, uh, you know, leading with humor.
0: Well, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Vanessa. I I mean, I I completely agree. You know, I'm going to do that quiz once we finish this and go and build my trust circle. Um, But it was super interesting to have you and thank you for that little exercise at the end um, as well. It kind of really made me think about the spontaneity behind it and the kind of, you know, you don't have to be funny necessarily outrightly funny is kind of you know sharing things and building that closeness um, so thank you so much again for coming on the podcast today and have a good week
2: yeah you're, you're welcome and I'm sure now every time you will see a garden gnomes you're going to think about to think about this conversation so thank you very much for the invitation
1: and uh, please dare to be funny thanks very much to Vanessa for joining us on Q Talks. The podcast was produced by Carl Homer from Cambridge TV. And we would also like to say a big thanks to the team at Qtech who have all been working hard behind the scenes.
0: Thank you very much for listening. And please do go ahead and rate us or leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can tweet us at at Qtech to suggest a guest or theme or tell us your experiences with applying technical skills at startups. You'll also find us at qtech.io Forward slash Q Talks.